When Sarah said goodbye to the corporate world after 20 years, she knew she wanted a change that allowed her to be there for her boys more often. Because we all know that kids grow up too fast. There isn't anything we can do about this, I've checked. Now, Sarah uses her behind-the-scenes curiosity to build systems that help her one-to-one clients sell out their courses and private packages. Have you ever wondered about the going-ons that happen out of sight? Sarah's curiosity led her down a path to business consistency that many experts never achieve. Do you want to know what questions she asked to get to where she is today? In this episode, we'll work our way through a business adventure that only curiosity could take us on. You won't want to miss this. She's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words to say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid. Because storytelling changes everything. Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. This is episode five of season two Being Curious Behind the Scenes with Sarah Wisniewski. Sarah, how are you? Hi, so good, Kirsten. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's talk a little bit about what Sarah is going to share with us today. When she said goodbye to the corporate world after 20 years, she knew she wanted a change that allowed there to be there for her boys more often. Because we all know that kids grow up too fast, which we were literally talking about right before we came on here. And there isn't anything that we can do about this. I've checked. Uh, Now, Sarah uses her behind-the-scenes curiosity to build systems that help her one-to-one clients sell out their courses and private packages. And if you've ever wondered about the going-ons that happen out of sight, today Sarah's going to tell you how her curiosity led her down a path to business consistency that many experts never achieve. If you want to know how to answer questions, this is a place for you. Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, how did you get into that place where you were like reverse engineering your experience, right? You were in corporate and then you decided, I actually want to change. And that led you to some questions. I'd love to have you share those. Yeah, so I, I wasn't that person that, had that burning desire to be an entrepreneur. And I think when I, the more people I've met, some are, like they they put themselves into a corporate role just because. I loved corporate. I genuinely did. So when I left, I didn't have that big plan. And I had to kind of create my own, having already left. So effectively left without a safety net. And I knew that I could connect with people. I knew I could serve. I knew that when I was in that one-to-one relationship with someone that I would be able to coach because that had been part of my life for years in that corporate world. But the piece that I didn't know was the crucial part of how to actually get clients. So I was like, okay, I need to go back to school and I need to forget everything I've previously known and learned. And I need to start all over again with an entirely blank sheet of paper. Because in my head at first, it was, well, corporate's corporate and now this is not... um, But I very, very quickly realized that all the skills that I'd previously been using around relationship management, listening, connection, and nurturing those relationships was so crucial to what I could bring to both me and then my clients as well. 
So it was very much a case of saying, well, if, if it could work that way and the end result be this, how do we get back to where you start from? And having done lots of process re-engineering in my corporate life and looked at the the, the workings of things and unpicked it, it, it seemed like the obvious place to, to start building something that allowed me to both be present for my clients, be present for my children, but then have lots of free time. Honestly, that was my motivator. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So how, so you were like, I mean, for me, I'm this way too, where I naturally go toward the problem. I, I see what is the biggest problem I have in getting the thing that I want or I need. And let me start with that. So in this case, you're like, I love my job, but I feel like there's too much time tied into it. Was that the concern or? Going from my corporate job to having my own business. Do you mean that transition? Mm -hmm. um, yes and no. Like it wasn't a plan. It, it Lots of events end up kind of kept coming together all in one go, which meant it was the perfect time for me to leave. It, I didn't have that. I know I need to this. I wasn't at that burnout stage that some talk about. I was mm. starting to get a bit frustrated with how often I would have to leave my children before they were awake on a morning, how I wouldn't get to put them to bed. So there was those niggles of this isn't feeling as good as it used to anymore. But honestly, when I first left, I joined agencies and I went for interviews and I thought what I wanted was to continue that life of being an employee. It was oh, wow. simply when a friend of mine said, well, have you thought about coaching? And by then I'd been out of work for a little while. And I said, oh, I can't afford to invest in that. You know, that's not for me right now. She went, no, 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 I don't mean get it. I mean, do it. And that's really the first point at which I started doing any research. I was like, what, private coaching? That's a thing. Because I think here in the UK, we're probably five, three to five years behind the US and Canada and perhaps those more kind of culturally accepted like you will hire somebody to help you we, we I don't think we were there when I was okay. first looking at this was huge five years ago so I hadn't understood that this was something I could use and a skill that I'd be able to sell as a private person so I, I quickly identified well I could help people do this and I could help people do this and oh people are paying someone else to help them do that I could do that too so I could see the solution but I just got this huge gap around, well, how on earth do I get the people to come to me? Um, and it was then that really sparked my interest in, oh, how do I share my message? How do I, how do I use the tools that are obviously available to me to be able to make those connections and nurture those relationships? So it was very much, uh, I guess, the phrase, like, build, build the plane while it's in the air. It was a... I, I've decided I'm going to do this. I know that when the person comes, I can coach because I've got all that coaching experience, but I haven't got a niche. I don't know who I'm going to coach and I don't know what I'm going to coach them to achieve. So it was all of that unpicking and realizing that actually I've got a skill set from sales, from marketing that I can just dust off, reposition and use in my, in my now life. I love that. So the first thing that I heard was that you actually needed someone else to be a little bit curious on your behalf, right? Your friend was the one who brought up that the coaching, not to have coaching, but to be the coach was yeah. something that you should try. And then uh, the other things that I'm hearing are you sort of went in the direction of 
what don't I have that I need before you got to the list of what do I have that I need? And I think that's something that a lot of people do. They they go to that list of what don't I have that I need, but then they stop and they don't mm -hmm. think about what do I have to accomplish this goal that I have in front of me? And also when you were talking about building the plane in the air, all I could think about was the Lego movie because they do that so many times, right? Like as a mom, yeah. I've watched that movie so much. It's so great. Yeah. And, and there's so many lessons in that. And and I think you're right. The, the easy, the logic brain goes to the what what why can't I do this? These are all the reasons why not to. These are the risks. These are the gaps this is what I don't know already and very quickly without working too hard you can talk yourself out of almost anything can't you as opposed to mm -hmm. saying okay so I haven't got those bits great but I have got this this and this so if I put these bits together I've got I've got the start of, I've got the fuselage I just don't have the wings yet or I don't have the engine yet and actually how do I get that and that's been the thing I think throughout my life of seeing what I don't have and then finding that path to being able to get it, I get a real kick from that. And I'll, I'll do it with anything. I'll do it you know, with very basic home stuff and DIY. I'm like, okay, I really want to do that thing. I have no idea where to start. YouTube it. <laughs> you know, there is nothing that you can't find out now. And the satisfaction of being able to get to your own solution, finding that way yourself it's it's so different than being able to say, oh, I'll just pay someone to do it for me. I literally watched my oldest son make his bed up and put a duvet in a cover the other night. And I was like, you've watched me do it. You work it out. And he's like, oh, what do I do, mom? What do I do? And I said, I'm not telling you. You work it out. Because if you work it out, A, it's going to be really funny for me to watch. And oh boy, it was. <laughs> And also, like, you're going to have taken your brain through that logical process of saying, okay, that didn't work, so I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do this. And it was. It was literally like like watching someone with the Krypton factor and, and you know, arms and do, head in and all that. But he'll know how to do that next time. Life yeah. skills. I mean, it won't be as funny for you to watch next time, that's uh, for sure. No, I did I did say, can I please film you or maybe sell tickets, but he wasn't, he wasn't down for that. <laughs> He wasn't having it. Yeah. I mean, I had a similar moment uh, this morning. My daughter is learning to drive, my oldest. So it's my first time ever teaching someone to drive. So we're both learning things at the same time. But yeah. she's like, oh, there's construction up ahead. I'll just turn early so I miss it. And I said, no, this is actually a really good opportunity for you. And she's like, to sit in traffic? I'm like, it's uh, it's a good opportunity for you to learn how the flagging system works because Pennsylvania is has its own stuff. Like I was like, you will not see this in California anywhere. But in Pennsylvania, you know, we have the flagging system where they close one lane and then you take turns using the other lane. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to sit here. We're going to wait our turn. And then you're going to successfully use the flagging system for the first time. And yeah. at first she was annoyed with me. And then she was like, okay yeah all right and she's like oh the flagging lady's so pretty i was like yes yeah, she is and she's like her job's pretty cool maybe i'll look into this so <laughs> you just never know, Every opportunity. You know. yeah yeah but I, and i think that's what i really love to instill in the people that i work with to say okay so you've you've got like a a, a vague direction that you're going to go in so you know you're at a right now you know you want to get to b you don't know every single turn along the way on that journey but 
you've got, you know, you're there. And then the piece where I help them fill in the gap is, is by showing them what they already know, showing how they can maximize what's already within them, not totally reinvent it. I'm not for that at all. I don't believe that any of us need to do that, but actually use what you already do know. And then the bits that you're adding on are then like the, the fun bits, the over and above bits, find, a, find something simple that really works. And I think so often we try and run before we can walk as well. We see all these, you know, multi-channel, multi-platform processes and people who seem to be everywhere doing all these things. And we're like, I need to be like that. And sometimes a simple a conversation with a client, which where I might say, how do you want to show up? You choose you. And you just get to do that amazingly well. And then add when you're ready. Uh, and literally, I remember one client just going, oh, wow, like that is, I feel like I've been given permission now to just drop all of these other things I'm trying to do all at once and just get good at one thing, own that, and then add on. Yes, definitely. I mean, that's something that I'm learning as well. And, you know, I'm turning 40 this year. I've been very public about my age, so why not just like press into it harder? Um, but it's one of the things where I'm learning to like fail faster, but also I'm learning that I don't need to be doing everything all at once. And even for people who are like, well, Kristen, you're on all the platforms. I'm like, you see me on all the platforms. I have a team. And without the team, I'm not showing up on these platforms because I'm too busy running my business. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's something else to acknowledge like, oh, I want to be like them. What resources do they have that you haven't built up to yet? And just give yourself some grace and be more realistic with your time. Yeah. And, and it, it is, it's about making choices and deciding how much do you want to work and is, is working actually totally your priority right now. I've had a conversation over the last couple of months with a PR firm who I'm, I'm really keen to work with them. They're really keen to work with me right now. I don't want that in my business because for the next two years, I've still got a child at a primary school here in the UK. So the, the youngest school and I relish, I absolutely adore walking him to school and picking him up from school at the end of every day. That is my why. That's why I left that corporate life. So I'm not ready for something which actually makes me any busier than I could generate myself right now. So we're talking about a plan that, that might start in 18 months to then get that ball rolling in time. So whatever else is happening in your life, I believe that choices have to be taken in the whole. If you're looking to replace a, a significant corporate salary and you want to do it within a month and you're happy to work 40 hours a week, great, fine, go for that. But if you're not because you've got other stuff, then that's fine too. But giving yourself permission and the grace to do it how you want to do is really important. I see all too often this obligation, I've got to, I should. Well, why? Who told you that? Like You get to choose. And the minute someone turns up, and does the should, it, it just kind of dispels the entire purpose of it anyway. You know, I, I've seen clients come to me who are constantly feeling like they've got to be visible on uh, social media. Oh, well, I'm posting three times a day on this platform and then I'm over here and then I'm over here and I'm over here because I should. Like, okay, but what if you posted less, but it was really, really high energy and great quality and you loved what you were doing and it felt magnetizing and you were just so in your zone. Well, yeah, that would be good, but it's not enough. 
says who? <laughs> right, right. And also, are you getting, I think that some people are also thinking about like, if I do this, then this will happen. But like you're saying, it's there's no guarantees. You don't know what kind of journey you're going to take. You know, like uh, I had just backed down on my social media because I was doing the multiple posts every day and I measured it for a year. And I realized that all of my good, high quality clients did not come from any of that. So right. I decided to back down on it. And I have a friend who just went viral and he's getting lots of amazing clients from it. And, and you just don't know, right? Like if I would have told him, oh, you shouldn't do this because it, it, it won't help your business, that would have been wrong in his case because yeah. we have different target audiences and we interact on social media differently. So I, I think, you know, a lot of times we see someone, we're like, that works for them. It will 100% work for me. And we don't ask, should I try to make it work for me? Do I even want it to work for me? Yeah. yeah. Um, and we're talking about tiny degrees of adjustment as well that... Yeah, one person can have one strategy that made them a million and they could sell that strategy and a number of people, if they implement it to the letter and do everything, it might work for them. It might work for them. But actually the, the, the nuances of all of those, so it's not just the volume, it's the message within the volume. It's the intention that you set behind the message behind the volume. It's, you know, and it's so layered. It's, it's like a slot machine, but the slot machine's got like, 60 slots that you've got to line up and unless yeah. you're tracking and unless you're consistent for long enough you are literally just throwing something out there and hoping for the best so the first question after I've had a celebration with a client who might say oh god I've had a call booked or somebody's you know booked into my diary or I've won a client I'm like okay great great amazing let's celebrate where did they come from we have to understand the metrics, which for some people sounds really dull, but honestly, you want to repeat it. You want to just get to know it, understand what worked and go again. Well, why did that work? What, what was it about that thing? What was about my, what, how was my energy when I posted that thing? Because I literally tested the same content on different platforms, posted by me, posted by a VA, posted by me, posted by a scheduler. And it, they're all different with the same yeah. content that with the same content. So it is, it's that, okay, so I can adjust that one a little bit and I can adjust that one a little bit, but it has to be yours. It has to be based on your energy, your story, your methodology, your passion for your subject. And yeah. if you're trying to emulate or to replicate what somebody else has done in any shape, it's just not going to attract your true genuine matches. That's definitely true. And so, I mean, this ties in perfectly with the next part of the show, because as you know, the season two is all about curiosity. And it sounds like you're, you're saying, be curious about the details and be curious about the effort that you're putting in to get the results with those details. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you're push, push, pushing that have to, I've got to, I've got to work hard. And, you know, this phrase is in our lives that we end up having, on replay in our heads and we don't even know where they came from, but they're reinforcing they're stuck there. Mine was absolutely, and it still shows up now, I've got to work hard. I've got to work hard to be successful because that was my previous world. I saw it play out as true. So my logical brain says, well, that's true. But the harder you work sometimes, the tighter you, you grip and therefore 
it ends up not working anyway. It's a bit like a yoga pose, isn't it? That you tense and you can't get the place and then you go, oh, actually, I'll just give up. And then whoosh, you, you get there. You get it. Yeah. Just like that with business. And I think by, by being, marketing is not a, a, a single plan. It isn't a once and done. You could pay somebody right. however much to write you a marketing plan, but they don't know. They don't know it's going to work. Yes, they're going to use market research. They're going to get everything scientifically backed and that's fine but you still don't know until you start and you tweak and you start and you tweak. And then it's just a tiny course adjustment each time. But that's where that, I wonder if this could work. And actually I really enjoyed that. I feel good doing that. So I'm going to do some more of that or that was effective or I loved it, but it maybe wasn't effective. So how could I do that better? All right. Let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. Why is copywriting important? Have you ever thought about where to start when it comes to copywriting? In Kristen's complimentary 20-minute masterclass, you'll learn why copywriting is important, how non-strategic copy ruins your brand, and what using informed copywriting in your business can do. It's time for you to stop spending thousands of dollars on copy and content that isn't clear or confident. Get the information you need to understand why copywriting is essential to your business's goals and growth today. Head to literarysymmetry.com forward slash why copy W-H-Y-C-O-P-Y to watch today. And, and again, you know, I've done, I've done all sorts. I've paid thousands of pounds in adverts for them to give me next to no leads at all. But then I've also spent $50 on something which got me a ton of leads. So it, you know, it, it's not, it's not even about the money. It's about the the testing, the tweaking, the the interest, the the having fun with it too. That's so important. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I'm gonna say some things, and you're gonna respond. And the questions, some of them are like tailored toward business, but it doesn't have to be about business. This episode is about curiosity, and so uh, I'm just gonna talk, and you're gonna respond however you want. Does that sound good? Yeah, go. Love it. Okay, so when I say the word curious, what are your first thoughts? A cat, actually. <laughs> a cat, because cats are I'm like... I'm wearing my Cheshire rich. Cat shirt, because, you know. Ah, yeah. I've got a cat sat on my radiator behind me. She's a wooden cat. Uh, oh. I don't have a cat anymore. I have two dogs. But cats are like the definition of curious, aren't they? And they're, they're kind of so tenacious with their curiosity as well. That it's not just like what's in that box. It's like, I've had a look. No, no, that's not enough. I've got to get in the box. I've got to be fully immersed in the box to really understand what perspective life has from the box. And, you know, we've all seen the funny cat videos, which can entertain us for hours, but it, it, it's that relentless curiosity that when they're in that zone, they just, nothing will stop them getting to that shelf or that wherever they've got to go to see the thing that they need to see. Yeah, and they're willing. I mean, like we, you know, there's so many videos of them like having epic falls, right? Which they can use their tail and land well, and they have the extra vertebrae, etc. But uh, I think about that part. Like, are we willing to fall a lot? And for us, it might mean something like, "Oh, I'm embarrassed. I'm willing to embarrass myself, or I'm willing to be rejected this many times, right? Maybe hundreds of times." And that's, I, I, I definitely agree. When I think about curiosity, I 
I'm allergic to cats, sadly, so I cannot have one. Um, but I think they're such interesting creatures. And another point that I want to bring up is there are so many people starting research into cats right now. They want to oh. understand why they behave the way they do. And there's been so much research about dogs. And they're like, why don't we want to know more about cats? Because I think you're right. We have so much that we can learn from them. Yeah. Well, all animals. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So this is a question that is quickly turning into my favorite. What things are you curious about that other people in your industry aren't willing to be curious about? Aren't willing. Uh, okay. So this is a recent one for me, which is why it's probably very much front of mind. Uh, so for me, it's about using profiling. So personality profiling in the way that you market. Mm-hmm. And specifically, I've uh, actually just gone through a process of becoming a certified sacred money archetypes coach. Oh, and nice. that traditionally, and under the, the kind of, I guess, the the obvious banner is, as the name implies, it, it's specifically for uh, entrepreneurs, geared more towards women. And it's about, it's a way of understanding our relationship with money. And then that, of course, ripples into how we do money is how we decide on so many things in our life. There's very little happens without it being money related. But where I see its potential is being able to say, well, now I understand me so much better, my preferences, I can use that profiling tool to also be able to talk to a particular profile group using my marketing. So for example, I am an accumulator. So that's my archetype. It's my primary. We we talk about the top three, but my primary is an accumulator. So very much the traditional banker role, like keeping things like not quite hoarding, but having having a spare, like I, I won't run out of something. Um, I like having savings that excites me. And it's given me permission by understanding all of my traits to accept and really love those elements of me rather than going, oh, I do annoy myself with this analysis that I do about every single purchase. I can just go, oh, look, that's my accumulator. But I know that my ideal client is not an accumulator because of the way that they make decisions about investing. So Mm. I don't necessarily want to talk to somebody who's going to take six months and four spreadsheets to do a return on investment calculation. I want to work with somebody who understands that I'm going to be able to help them get to go at their own pace and use their own personality traits to get themselves seen. So I will market to, to a nurturer because they're, they're more, they are nurturers, they're coaches by trade. So the whole process of understanding these archetypes, but then overlaying them into the marketing isn't something I'm seeing anybody else doing. Almost without fail, those who have gone through the Sacred Money Archetypes qualification are using it under money mindset, wealth coaching, all of that kind of field. So I guess that's me being innovative. It's seeing a different route. Um, And from what I've seen so far, it's, it's really, really helping people access that ideal client kind of profiling piece as well with, with a, a fresh pair of eyes. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. You're right. I'm sure not many visibility people are out there like, let me take a thing, this certification that teaches me how to read what kind of relationship people have with money. So I love that example. And for listeners, you know, maybe you should start being not you should, you can get curious about Mm -hmm. what you could do that will give you more understanding of your clients or your people or even yourself, right? Sarah was like, I realized this about myself first when I was going through the course Mm -hmm. that will give you deeper insights into the people that you want to help and serve. So I'm definitely going to make a note of that and think about it for myself. Although I am not allowed to sign up for any more courses or school until the year's end because I've overdone it this year. Well, I'll tell you what, all you need to do is the quiz. So you could literally, it's a, it's a, like a, a few questions in a quiz and then you'll literally be told what your archetype is. That would, that would be all you need to do. That's your first step. And then you start to understand who you are. So you don't need to sign up. You just need to do the quiz. And yeah, it is, it's really insightful. And I found it, yeah, it's like having permission of going, it's okay to be like this because now I know why I do it. It's in my, it's just in my DNA. Right. You just call it out and then it gives you freedom to uh, move around that. It would normally be like a block, but because Mm -hmm. you acknowledge it, you're able to maneuver around it. That's so I just did positive intelligence, uh, the coach's course. And that was one of the things where I realized my judge tells me that I'm not smart enough to make decisions or act on my own. And I was like, that's really interesting. So now when I'm feeling that way, I'm like, oh, that's my judge. I call my judge Miss Drunchbull, which is from Matilda. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's yeah. what she's I'm like. <laughs> from the film, she was brilliant, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. And it does, it, 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 it just gives it acknowledgement and awareness. And of course, awareness is the first step to everything else. Awareness is enough sometimes, but awareness to go, is it serving me? Is it not serving me? And yeah, I've, I found that it's like having a little army of, of equivalent clone Sarah's. So I can say, okay, so I'm going to do this piece of work right now. Which of the archetypes that I know are my top three, which one do I need right now? And if I don't need the one who's dominant, I'm like, it's okay. We're okay with this. If you can just take a step back and I'm going to need the other one now. Yeah, it's really powerful. But it's the same with all profiling tools. I use them a lot in corporate. So I, I've seen the power of their... Um, the building of the self-awareness in development tools. And it's it's fascinating on its own, just as an isolated subject. But then when you bring it into your marketing and say, well, my archetype works really well with that one and I complement those characteristics, but I help to counter the ones that maybe aren't so helpful in that one. Yeah, that's amazing. And you're right. It's not just, you know, it is so powerful at work, but also in your personal life, right with your kids or when you're, you're like, okay, I'm responding to this thing that I don't need to respond to because I have these other tools, these other, you know, archetypes that I can get help from in this specific circumstance. Okay. So this next question is, I I feel like maybe you don't have an answer because you seem really good at this, but let's just try it out. So how did you start the process of getting curious about questions and ideas that maybe made you feel nervous at first? Like, you know, okay, I need to address this. How did you get over that initial discomfort that your brain is like throwing at you when you're trying something new? I go, oh, good. <laughs> because that's, that. it's like a sign. It's a positive sign. Um, 
Yeah, I'm perhaps a bit weird in that, uh, that I, I'm the one that runs towards the thing that, that because it's, it's given me, it's given me a warning. And actually, I always take that as a, oh, that means I'm on the right track, you know, I'm getting warm. So I've, I think I've always had that. Um, but now being in the space that I'm in and, and learning much more about my own sense of self and my own personal development journey, which having your own business is by default. I'm learning a lot more about that whole kind of, oh, I'm conscious of that now. And that's not normal. Like just like the speaking thing and presenting and most people in my sphere would have all gone, oh, I can't do that. Or, oh, I don't really like that. Never, never faced me being able to describe something, being able to present. It was always fine to the point where I'd get volunteered for stuff that other people didn't fancy doing. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's not a I've got to get over it. It's just, uh, okay, that's interesting. That must mean I'm on the right lines with something. Let's go follow that. Right. <laughs> Let's go follow that. And yeah, I've done that in a number of areas of my life, business, private, you know, personal. It, it just gives, it's, it's a message. That's all it is. And it doesn't have to be taken as a, don't touch that thing. You might burn you. Well, okay. As long as I'm not going to set myself on fire, I'm probably going to be okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I don't know if this question is for Sarah, because she seems like she likes to do these things. Uh, so but that makes sense. Like you're looking at it as this is just information. And that means probably based on my past experience that I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah, very likely. Yeah. Or, or it's, it's a learning opportunity. It, you know, it sounds really trite, but everything is an opportunity, isn't it? It really is. And as annoying as that statement is it, it it's just it, it's true and sometimes you need to take that moment of reflection take a step back feel whatever you felt get cross whatever the thing is and then go okay where was the lesson in that and it, it is annoying but we're not supposed to stay still we're not supposed to be one thing forever that's not evolution and we are all evolving on an individual basis as well as a collective basis. So if we're not getting curious, if no one had ever been curious, we would all still live in a cave. End up, wouldn't we? Literally, we would yeah. all be in a cave. So there was a few... And I really love plumbing, so I'm super thankful we don't. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, plumbing and, yeah, just basic kind of domestic hygiene. Yeah, so if we were... If not, nobody was curious... And, and listened to that fear and went, I better stay in my cave or I better not go beyond that tree. Uh, nothing would have ever evolved. So I think if, if I lived in my caveman version of me, I would have been that one going, yeah, but there's another cave just over there by that bush. And they were like, no, don't go to that cave. And I'm like, come on, let's go to that cave. <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think I'm in that camp. I totally agree. All right. Before we do our hot seat final question, I would love for you to tell people who are listening to this episode, how can they get in contact with you? How can they work with you? And if you're watching, uh, all of her information is going to pop into the comments as if by magic. And if you're listening, please check out the show notes. Lovely. Yeah, thank you. So um, I tend to work one to one with the clients that I'm, I'm building a visibility strategy with. So literally, you can find me through all the routes that you've just shared. Uh, you can go check out my website and find out lots more about what I do. 
Um, yeah, people who are, are working with me are normally female coaches. They are already getting some results in their business, so they're serving. They're not brand, brand new. But they've reached that point where their referrals are starting to dry up and they want some predictability around how to actually take an action and bring the clients towards them. But they don't want to follow a template. They want to do it in a way that suits their personality. So, yeah, my my approach is very much we use you as the start point and then we, we will match a strategy towards where you're going. And, of course, as I just said, that is now going to include the sacred money archetypes as our framework so that we've got kind of stuff to hang off the, well, you know you and you also know who you're going to work with and we match those together. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So we have one more question. This is the question that I love to ask everyone. It's my favorite. That's why I save it until the end. Um, so if you are going to talk to this audience, which is people who are concerned with communicating about their business better, what is one burning tip you would give them to help them where they are right now? Okay, so it's to come up with a really clear headline statement. So this isn't an elevator pitch that takes you 30 seconds to say. It's a single sentence. Because if you can sum up what you do in a sentence, not only does it mean that you know what you do and you're really clear on it, but it can literally help your person who connects with you instantly. So to to give you the four parts to, to it, a really simple structure if you said, I help, and then you call out your person to achieve, what do you help them do? And not this isn't the like big highfalutin, this is the basic, what is the one thing they really desire? Yeah. Then tell them what they're not going to have to do. So use without. I help this person to achieve this thing without having to do this thing. And then, then using your method. So are you making them climb a mountain, meditation? What is it? Coaching. So mine, I help female coaches to get consistent clients without wasting hours on social media using a personality-based visibility strategy. Get that line nailed because you can use it a long version. You can expand it. You can use a mini version. But once you are clear, it follows you around everywhere you go. And it's going to make your presence and your messaging so much more impactful. Yes. And if you want a printable PDF of that, you should go to literarysymmetry.com because that is the exact method I teach in my masterclass. Oh, on I didn't know that. Yes, the exact same one. So thank you so much for sharing that. It is extremely powerful. And thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on today. Uh, it was so amazing to be able to hear your perspective on curiosity. And I hope, listeners, that you will reach out to Sarah if you are concerned about your visibility. You have that traction, but you know you need someone to help you be curious and focus on the things that you actually want to do to get the help that you need with the results that you want. So thanks so much again, Sarah, for being on. Thanks, everyone, Thank for you. tuning in. Uh, I always want to end with this. I want everyone listening and watching to know that you are amazing. I believe in you and your business story matters. And we will talk again really soon. We love helping business owners discover the power and purpose of copywriting. Do you want to learn what copy is and how copywriting works so that you can communicate about your business with both confidence and clarity? Explore why copy matters to your business and how you can leverage its power to talk to your ideal clients in a way that will take them through proven sales psychology processes.
Stop guessing when it comes to the writing you use for your business. Learn how copy works and how to use it to grab the attention of those who really need your help by heading to literarysymmetry.com forward slash YCCA to enroll in the Your Confident Copy Academy right now.